Hello, I'm Roger, the marketing manager for 3DBLM. In this focused podcast, one to two from Gene Irwin, entitled Why Some People 40 Plus Who Want to Start a Business Are Sometimes Trapped in Their Career, you will hear. One, where most 40 plus people are now in their career. Two, why their career path is not what they wanted and they feel stuck. Three, what issues they are facing now in their career and four, why do 40 plus people start their own business? My name is Roger. I'm the marketing manager for the 3D business launch model. I'm here to introduce to you the genius behind the breakthrough idea that anyone over 40 plus can succeed in starting a new business. These focused and extremely skilled men and women have experiences and resources who are now ready to prove they have the talent, drive, and fortitude to create their own business. They just want just a little more direction and coaching in their growth trajectory to help get them from where they are now into a successful business they can create and grow. It is my distinct honor to introduce to you someone who has been through the challenges of creating businesses through his 40s, 50s, and 60s. He is your advocate in finding, creating, and developing your own business. He has created over $250 million for others, financially evaluated over 3,000 small businesses for acquisition, and assisted three companies to go public through the IPO process. He is Gene Irwin, a real engineer with chemical engineering, mechanical engineering, and even nuclear engineering credentials. And he knows how to help you succeed in business. He recently created the 3D business launch model, which helps people throughout the world with unique strategies which propel them to success through his detailed courses, online video library, and what is very unusual in this industry, direct mentoring and coaching at a very high level. In this focused podcast, as someone 40 plus, you will hear 1. Where most 40 plus people are now in their career. 2. Why their career path is not what they wanted, and they feel stuck. 3. What issues they are facing now in their career, and 4. Why do 40 plus people start their own business? My friend, as you are listening to this, here is a man who will give you concepts that are sound and support that is real. I'm truly excited to introduce him to you. Please meet Gene Irwin. Hello, this is Gene Irwin, host of the podcast, How at 40 Plus, You Can Succeed in Starting a New Business. This new podcast 1-2 focuses on where you are now in your life and career and how to improve your situation. We'll also discuss why people want to start a business. Some of the challenges you face aren't helping you reach the quality of life or position or challenges that you're expecting or hope for. I fully understand. I get it. I've been there several times and most people are experiencing the same issues. We all get to a point where we're not happy or satisfied with where we are now and we don't see an easy path to get to where we want to go. Let's see if we can find a way to get to where you want to go by listening to some of the situations of other people. A lot of 40 plus people, literally from 40 to 80 years old, are telling me some of the same things. I'm over 40 and don't manage a successful portion of the business I've been in for nearly 10 years. I've been passed over for promotion for a person who is younger and costs less than I do. It looks like I'm being neglected. A 48-year-old said, I'm not reaching my goals at this age and have no say on the income or what work I should be working on. My recommendations are ignored by upper management. My friend, I get it. We have all faced similar slights and feelings of being shut out of promotions and or a career path that you wanted when you were first hired. I heard once 
that the best job in the world becomes the worst job depending on who you have to work for. Isn't that the truth? I'm going to share with you some of my experiences. See if you see yourself in some of my situations and then let's see if we can find a way to help you make the transformation from where you are now to where you want to be. Now, this may sound like a lot of me, 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 but I'll remind you what Maverick of the most recent Top Gun movie said when people ask him, Maverick, I don't like that look you have. His response was, it's the only one I have. Same with comments about my career, it's the only one I have. As a new engineer out of college, my first job lasted about nine months. I was even fired on my birthday. I didn't worry too much because I had been receiving calls from headhunters then, now executive recruiters, several times a week. It took less than four hours to get a better job at higher pay, with potential for a lengthy career. I guess it pays to be a scientist. During that career, I built $50 million worth of construction plants in the Midwest and left to become a nuclear scientist at the Hanford Nuclear Works in Washington State, designing plans for use in commercial power production. I left that job a year later to begin my consulting business. The major problem was I didn't know how to talk with people, assuming I know how to do that now. Let me explain. In the top secret world of nuclear science, you're not permitted to discuss anything about what you're doing to anyone outside the restrictive fences of the facility. Penalties were, and still are, very severe. We weren't even permitted to discuss our work with our spouses. So, our technical terms of work were, in fact, a very restrictive environment, which was the primary reason I left. So, I began a consulting career. As a new consultant, I didn't have sales or marketing experience and learned on the job how to talk to people. My little consulting business grew to become the fastest growing portion of the parent company in the first year, with over 114 clients, including the McDonald's Corporation I mentioned earlier. I was recruited from that position to work in the CAD-CAM world and created over $40 million in sales and service agreements. From there, I was selected as Vice President of Sales for a new artificial intelligence manufacturer who had its primary research team come from MIT. We grew to over $100 million in less than three years before we went public. I elected instead to take a regional manager position and managed and grew 14 states and six offices. Finally, I started a small software company, which in turn was acquired to become the CEO so we could take another software company public. After that position, I invested eight years evaluating and investigating over 3,000 small businesses and gained over 200 clients or about $150 million in value. More recently, I started a direct marketing business in Arizona in 2014, created over $12 million in annual revenues. Then I was fired because I was too old, the manager said. So are you kidding me? I developed the fastest growing district in the state and let go because I'm too old? Well, the response was, we don't want 60-somethings, we want 25 to 35-somethings. I couldn't believe it. During the last two years, I was chosen to consult for a small oil and gas development firm, first out of Chicago, backed by a New York investment firm. Then they moved operations to Dallas. I kept them from a very bad $6 million investment and now consult on a growth project for them of approximately $30 million. Well, my friends, somewhere in all my experiences of working for others, getting fired, working for myself, and helping other business owners understand the value of their business and how to succeed, you can see yourself. I've been where you are now. I know the pain that is caused when you tell your family you're out of work or you've been fired. Panic ensues. 
intense pressure builds, and amidst of all the emotions, you somehow have to work out a plan to find a job. Guess what? Every day that you work for someone else is one day closer when they don't want you. If you're interested, I'll help you discover, create, and scale your own business and help you build it to exceed your expectations. Before we begin that journey, let me share with you why people start a business of 40 plus and see if you can identify with their challenges and dreams. Hello, this is Gene Irwin, founder of the 3D Business Launch Model and podcast 1-2, how at 40 plus you can succeed by starting your own new business. Today we're going to learn about the motivation behind people who become self-employed. Why people start their own business. The number one reason people start their own business is that they want to be their own boss and get out of the confining conditions and rat race working for others. The primary reasons are no say in the direction of the company or its future. No say in the type or quality of products or services. Management doesn't hear or want your recommendations. And no say in when or how or where you work and of course at what pay. The second reason people want to have their own business is perspective. Working for others for a long period of time and developing work habits and contacts does two things to a person's attitude and psyche. A. Your self-worth becomes tied to your job and title. B. Your world revolves around your job and company. You most likely know someone who worked at their job or company for a long period of time, more than five years, and were suddenly let go and who have found it difficult to find a suitable replacement job and gain the respect and association they once had. Now the reason people want to work for themselves at 40 plus is the freedom and experiences they want to have. Having freedom to make the decisions which direct the course of the company comes with risk and reward. If you are the only one making the tough decisions, it's wise to have mentors and other connections with those who have gone on before to help you avoid the pitfalls and challenges that all business owners have to face. Freedom is indeed a double-edged sword, one which can liberate your ability to create and develop or reduce your efforts to shredded pages of what could have been. You will go through several issues which will challenge you, but you will also improve your decision-making skills in this new feeling we call freedom. My job in coaching you is to help you avoid the major disasters and quickly pick up the pieces and change course when issues arise, and they will. Satisfaction. For some, the joy and satisfaction from creating a company that is prosperous and provides jobs to several families is a wonderful feeling, especially if you're the catalyst who started all of this to happen. How would you feel if you were the founder of a company that employs dozens of people in a few years and you created a legacy not only for yourself, but for a lot of people? As far as work goes, it doesn't get any better than that. Some people want to be their own boss and have their own business for a flexible schedule and experiences. For a great number of new business owners, the ability to manage personal time, to be with family and friends at special times in their life is more important than having a job. You would call that a quality of life. But imagine the ability to have a career where you have a great job and are able to work when, where, and how you want with the flexibility to go see family when needed and take care of business issues when required without having to be chained to a desk. Another reason people start their own business? Like me in the past, they got fired. Perhaps the most difficult words the breadwinner can bring home to his family or friends are those two words, got fired. 
Immediate panic ensues and the financial stability of the individual and the family is threatened immediately. Suddenly, there are contingency plans determined and put into motion. Friends and family might get involved to help you get over the shock, embarrassment, and frustration. I mentioned I even got released on my birthday just about nine or ten months into my first job out of college, only to get a better one that afternoon. As I said, it pays to be an engineer, I guess. But what if you don't have credentials or certifications in the market where demand is high for your knowledge and skills? I guess you could take a program or a course or counsel like this one. Since you do have skills, one of the best opportunities might become an independent contractor for someone else, which reduces the cost of hiring you while providing you with a good living. That gives you time to consider how to hang out your own shingle in the common language of the 21st century, become self-employed. That could be one of the reasons you're taking our relationship. Good thing I've got experience to help you and got fired and becoming an independent contractor. Another reason people start a business is to help the employees. As the founder and owner of the business, in addition to taking care of the business, customers, and clients, you will have to learn how to take care of your employees. In minimum wage jobs like working for a fast food franchise, it is obvious that new teenage employees don't know how to act or treat others, let alone how to respect and treat the customers. Perhaps a lesson can be learned the next time you patronize a Chick-fil-A restaurant. Notice how each of the employees work the counters and treat their customers. You may be in for a surprise. One of my training videos, I mentioned that running a restaurant, especially with younger staff members, instead of being the CEO of a thriving business, you often end up being the glorified adult babysitter and have to fill in for people who don't show up for work on time, if at all. I'm serious. One of my first consulting clients were six different McDonald's in three franchises and one corporate store. Their biggest challenges were always food costs and employee development. Another reason people create their own business is because of the clients and customers. Perhaps nothing is more satisfying in business than having your clients and customers rave about you, your product, and your support. It's truly an amazing feeling. And while the customer isn't always right, as the saying goes, they're always the customer. But if you treat your customer well, you will be pleasantly surprised at how serious they become in defending you, your company, and your products to a third party. That's exactly why in the initial beginning of your relationship with them that you bend over backwards to make the product, service, or process work for them while using your focus and carefully delivered product or service. I mentioned in one of my videos that I had the pleasure of taking several executives out to dinner in Boston from Exxon who were having a very difficult time getting their computer systems to generate the correct CAD CAM or automated drafting system documents and have them created and printed in time to get to the manufacturing of various components for their company. I offered to help by taking the software drawings from the competitor software into our own software systems and run them on our computers and drafting machines. I also lent them several machines and systems to accelerate their learning curve and production. The result? I grabbed 60% of the competitor's business in one night. It pays to know your clients and it also pays to know the customer's technical needs as well as knowing the details of what your competitors can and can't or won't do. That final deal was worth millions of dollars. Another reason to create your own business is to accelerate learning. If you take the time to invest in your own learning of how to run your business, also invest in the lives and the minds of your employees. They are usually not experts in doing everything that their job opportunities demand. But if you can help them become expert at their particular job, eventually they will be the go-to person in that capacity. 
Be aware of the needs of all your staff, assuming that you continue to expand and require more people to help your business grow. As I've said several times before in this short training development, you can't be expected to do everything all the time better than everyone else. That's just ego talking. Yes, you most likely can do certain jobs better than a new employee, but your objective is to grow them into their own position, then challenge them to do more, take more responsibility. People want to take pride in their work if you give them direction and challenge them to excel. As I mentioned, independent contractor. What is an independent contractor? Sounds like a role out of the Jason Bourne movie. Actually, many industries hire independent contractors to fulfill roles that are either too expensive or too complex that only people with certain skills or subject matter expertise or experiences can do the job more efficiently. For nearly 40 years, my father was a logging contractor in southwest Montana. We always had a crew of about 24 sawyers at our home by 5 o'clock in the morning, leaving in crew cab trucks heading to the woods. It was very dangerous work and very tough on the people and equipment. We had three different lumber mills in our little town where I grew up in southwest Montana, which slowly trickled down to none over the last 25 years due to politics and changing markets. In essence, the lumber industry was being held hostage to external forces that cost hundreds of jobs and thousands of people out of work in the Northwest. It is my understanding that the cost to build a new home has risen dramatically in the past few years due to the scarcity and rapid rising cost of lumber products in a supply and demand economy. Some years ago, I worked for a very prestigious management consulting company on the East Coast as that independent contractor. They always had great results for their clients. I was one of their senior consultants. My hourly rate at the time was $439 an hour. It's more than that now. I didn't get all of that, of course, but I wanted you to understand who you're talking to and who you're listening to so that you understand my goal here is to help you succeed to a tremendous level. What you do with that is your choice. Maybe you want to be self-employed, maybe you want to have your own business because there's technology you want to take advantage of. In a bid to help all newly minted business owners understand the relative facets of current marketing, sales, and product or service delivery, technology and its various forms such as expensive equipment often drive the market beyond the capacity of the small business owner to compete. On the other hand, certain aspects of technology also permit the individual to create several home-based businesses which are derived by filling a niche or a very small market in his or her local area. But this is the age of the WWW freeway. Well, what does WW stand for? It stands for whatever you want. You can just as easily fill a role in another state from where you are right now, just as you can developing a client in the next town. Take advantage of all that current technology makes available to you. Who knows, you may create the next drone business. Some people want to create a business so they can have a higher income. Most people think that self-employed or sole proprietorship business owners make a much higher income than people who work for others. And in some cases, that is true. But if you look closely, they put in the work, the hours and the effort to get where they are. Government regulations, especially if you have employees, make it very difficult to succeed unless you have substantial financial backing in the first place. That's primarily due to the economics of the overhead you carry as the business owner. On the other hand, if your business can operate efficiently with just a few people, you might be able to parlay that into a great job for everyone. Think about the smaller plumbing and electrical companies, especially in an area of the country that is experiencing sustained growth. 
There are many such companies eager to train you in their field, hoping you can take some of the workload and stress to handling all of their service work. It does three things for you immediately. Number one, gives you cash flow. Number two, gives you insight on how to run a small business. And number three, gives you a valuable trade. Don't discount it. Some people want to have their own company because of recognition. For some people, having the opportunity to be in front of a group of people cheering their name due to some exciting success is almost as important to them as breathing. I'm not kidding. When you have created a business which gets recognition from the industry and your peers, it puts a positive spotlight on you and your business and maybe on the little town that you're from. Some people really thrive when their contributions are recognized within the company and community. If you're not into that, that's okay, but some of your type A personalities need the opportunity to fight to be first in all that they do and be noticed for their efforts. And it's good press, too. Recognition goes a long way. Well, you knew there was a roadblock somewhere in this discussion. Here it comes. Did you know, I'm willing to bet that when you decided to start your own business, that you didn't anticipate you would also be defining a permanent and demanding partner at the same time. In fact, your new partner doesn't need your approval or permission to control a large part of your business. His name is the IRS. Yep, the tax man or woman in this politically correct discussion, you will have small business tax issues. Remember way back in the beginning of learning what it takes to start your own business? I reminded you that before you make your first sale of a product, service, or consulting job, you most likely will need to get some type of license in the state, county, and city that you live. That license is controlled by tax revenues, which most likely will be coming from your business and given to the tax authorities of the state and federal revenue services. Oh joy, I'm sure you can't wait. You need to also remember that there are substantial tax benefits for being self-employed, but they also come with some non-negotiable consequences of being a business owner. That means you will engage the services eventually of either a small business bookkeeper or a CPA. Use them wisely because they will know how to use your tax benefits and take care of the other demands that taxing authorities place on your business. My advice? Try to develop a business which is only taxed by the federal government and not the city, county, and state. Consulting and related services come to mind. I wanted to give you some insights about why I started one of my very first businesses. I grew up in western Montana on a working ranch which had over 230 cattle, 54 horses, and 27 dogs. Yes, this story is going to the dogs. At a very early age, my role for several years was to take care of the hunting dogs every night and drive for the hay crews in the summer. I really got tired of lifting hay bales. By my junior year in high school, I began my first development and harvest business, which was located in buying lodgepole trees, cut them into posts, and haul them to the mill for final production. My best friend did all the driving and drove us to and from the forest. My dad was self-employed and for 35 years developed a logging company, making it simple for me to be the one who did the cutting of the trees into posts. Then my friend and I would load them onto our truck where he would drive us to the processing plant. Although the hand season just finished, I still had the responsibility to manage the irrigation system for hundreds of acres, which was done at 5 o'clock in the morning, then drove 70 miles one way into the forest to my lease, which is purchased from the Forest Service, to harvest the trees into posts. It was a grueling time due to the hours of lifting. Back then, I could earn $60 a day, which was great while it lasted, 
Then I had to go back to school in just a few weeks. But I learned what it takes a lot of effort to start and run your own business, no matter what the final product or service becomes. I also learned about cash flow in terms of cost to run the rigs, the chainsaws, and manage the expenses, and how to price our time and products. Then, as the school year began, it was back to books, horses, and cattle, and of course, irrigation for hundreds of acres. Now that you've come this far, read and heard from experts on what it is required to create a business, and now understand the motives of why people decided to become self-employed and why in the world they would even begin to start a business. The important question is, are you up to the challenge? Well, where do we go from here? Well, that's a great question. Now that you know why people start their own business, how to get you from where you are to where you want to go. Some of the reasons for these people who want to start their own business may be some of the reasons you want to start your business. I don't know, but we'll find that out in the next podcast. We're going to talk about the transition from where you are now to where you need to go. We'll put that up for you in just another week or two. This is Gene Irwin, the founder of the 3D Business Launch Model and the podcast, How at 40 Plus You Can Succeed Starting a New Business. Hello, this is Jessica of Gene Irwin's podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We want to make them even more useful to you by your leaving a brief review telling us what you want to hear. Please leave a review of this podcast and tell us three things. One, what did you like? Two, what you didn't like? Three, what would you like to hear more about? Thanks for taking the time to give us your review. This is Jessica, the Communications Director for 3dblm.com.